And what's going on, everybody? Webby Webb here, Talk It Up Sports. My boy Jeff Lysey. Yes, we tapped sir. in. NBA draft recap. You know we got to give it to you. We're all un- uncut. Jeff, let, let's talk to him real quick, man. Draft was last night, you know, June 30th. I mean, not June 30th, you know, June 20th. Hey, let's talk to him real quick about what happened last night, man. So we're looking at some of the some of the biggest things that happened in the draft. But to just talk about the draft, we got to discuss the Anthony Davis thing really Oh, fast, yeah, without right? doubt. So because that impacted what happened last night in the draft. And so quick thoughts on the Lakers' big trade for Anthony Davis. He's headed out west. You got Lonzo, Ingram. Uh, three yeah. future first round. Brandon Hart <laughs> headed back to New Orleans to play with Zion. How, how do you think that? Who who won that so, trade or who who got the better deal that in, in that end of the trade? And what's thoughts on it? Realistically, if you're looking at it short term, I say L.A. Honestly, short term L.A. because they're setting up for something bigger. Yeah, and we don't know what it's gonna be, but they're they're trying to satisfy LeBron. Yeah, it, it's clear as day, you know. Yeah. But long term, you have to look. You have to give it to the, the Pelicans. They got rid of everything, and they're looking at it like okay. We're going to start out. We're going to start fresh. We're going to put our faith in, you know, some of these guys who have experience, you know, out in L.A., you know, guys like B.I. and Lonzo. Like, it's just it's, – it's really going to excite me to see how things shape out. Because, you know, being a Laker fan, I'm, I'm still excited to see how, you know, Lakers shape out. But I think – I think the Pelicans really won this trade just because Ooh, of the fact. Yeah. Okay. I, I think the Pelicans won this trade because you, you're looking long term. You don't know the health. You don't know how healthy Anthony Davis is going to be. You don't know how you know fully healthy LeBron's going to be coming back. So you're looking at two necessarily, you know, two superstars like colliding with each other, and we don't know what the third piece is going to be necessarily. Yeah, we got Kuzma, but it's just yeah. it's kind of it's kind of up in the air. So I think you know. The Pelicans are looking, okay, well, we're going to be the team that everyone's going to look forward to. We're, we're, we're still going to sell our tickets, you know, because, you know, with ball, you're going to bring the hype. You're going to bring all those, you know, those extra incentives. But I think it's one of those things where the Pelicans, they made a chess move, but we don't know how good Anthony – I'm not Anthony Davis. We don't know how good Zion Williamson is going to you know, be in the, you know. in the NBA. So it's, it's really up in the air. But I think one of those things, you know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out in their favor. It's definitely a, a- – uh, interesting trade, right? Yeah. So my thing is, I'm a big believer of if you get the best player, you got the best trade. You know, you yeah. won the trade. Um, and the Lakers got Anthony Davis out of this deal. Now, here's the thing. So this trade, depend- I mean, who you think won it, honestly, is how good you think Brandon Ingram and Lonzo, particularly Lonzo Ball, yeah. how good you think they are going to be. And right now, they ain't showing me enough, yeah. right? So I'm going to say the Lakers won the trade because you're bringing back a crazy good talented kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna say he's a transcendent talent. Yeah. I mean, he's like top three all time per, you know, whatever yeah. you believe in that. But Anthony Davis ain't won enough for me to be like he's transcendent talent, right? Gotcha. Like his, his record in New Orleans is under 500. Yeah. So I'm gonna just say like he's really crazy uber talented guy. Yeah. Um. But and so you bring him back, but see that's the thing, you're not bringing him by himself. He's playing with LeBron James. Yeah. And I think correct. in a mixture of Anthony Davis, a crazy talented guy with a, a you know next level, just one of a kind who I think is the best player to ever play basketball, LeBron James, yeah. is going to win you a lot of games in L.A. And I think you assure yourself by bringing in Anthony Davis, one championship. I don't know if it's this year. I, I, I believe it'll be this year with Golden State down, with the dysfunction in Houston. I just think Denver's too young. I think Kawhi, whatever he does, that's going to be an impact, and that's going to be the biggest roadblock as far as the championship goes, whether he stays in Toronto or goes to the Clippers. But they can be beat. And, you know, whatever happens out east, you know, those are going to be tough. But the biggest roadblock, I think is Kawhi, wherever whatever he decides to yeah. do. But 
But I think the combination of LeBron, Anthony Davis, Cal Kuzma, whoever else they put out on the court is going to be great. I think the Lakers came out big getting Anthony Davis, paying him with LeBron James, and that's going to be a heck of a team and heck of a season next year to watch that. But transitioning yeah. out of the Anthony Davis trade, because the reason why we had to bring that up is because that number four pick that the Lakers had went to New Orleans, who mm-hmm. then flipped that to <laughs> more future yeah. picks, traded that to over to, um, was it, uh, was to the Hawks. Yeah, the Atlanta. Hawks. Yeah, the Atlanta. Hawks. And yep. So that goes into some of the things I like to, to conclude as far as the NBA goes. So uh, the draft goes anyway. So talking about the draft, yeah. who do you think was the biggest winner of the draft last night? Well, Go I think it. I think teams that like anybody, whenever you get a you know a quality basketball player, you know, you know top ten picks. I think personally, well, we know we know in the past that you know the top ten picks is not guaranteed to make Nothing. or break your franchise. Nothing is guaranteed. But I like how uh, how assertive Atlanta Atlanta was. I you really know? like I really what the do. Hawks did. I think mm-hmm. Atlanta is going to be a team to watch. I think they. I, I'll go with Atlanta being the winners. Yeah. Atlanta is my winners of this draft just because you know you're getting DeAndre Hunter and like you're going to put him with guys like you know Trey Young. It's going to be. It's gonna be. They're gonna be a fun team to watch, you a know. Very fun and they're team. gonna. And they have a lot of depth. And now we don't know what's up in the air out east. You know, in the east. Yeah, we, you know, you still you, you still got you know the Bucks and stuff like that. But it's really. I still think it's give or take. Definitely, if Kyrie's gonna be leaving Boston, you know, yeah. it's it's really up in the air it's for a team like a team like Atlanta to add more depth and add more experience. Yeah. Well, Atlanta will be probably be in a lottery again next year yeah. because <laughs> young talent just doesn't win an NBA. I mean, you have to have a mixture of great, young, talented players with good veterans, right? Like, if yeah. we look at the top four teams in the uh, that were left, it was you had Milwaukee, who's led by Giannis, who's been in the yeah. league set, you know, six, seven, eight years. No, uh, what's his name? Kawhi in Toronto, who's been in the league six, seven, eight years, along with Kyle Lowry, who's up near year 10. And then over in the West, you had the Warriors dynasty you know we know how great they've yeah. been over the years and then they had went against portland who's led by damian lillard who's coming up on year 10 in the nba so yeah. veterans are what win in the nba young guys rookie second it's very rare rookie second third year guys are leading teams to conference finals to nba finals and so that's why i think uh, atlanta still got it but atlanta i mean it's crazy they're one of my favorites i think they won the draft as well uh, mm-hmm. i'm not crazy about deandre hunter but i know he's he's great he's really talented he's an athletic defender he's a guy that they can plug in he can shoot the three from the outside yeah he's gonna play hard-nosed defense um trey young was my favorite player in the draft last year yeah I remember so, you like, telling so me yeah, that. trey yeah, young yeah. So was crazy yeah. good he's my favorite player in the draft last year i think trey young has a chance to be really really special in the nba and so getting a guy like uh, deandre hunter but the, their second pick the cam yeah. reddish pick, yeah that is the one i think could be like crazy good right so like cam reddish for those who don't know cam reddish was the number three high school player in basketball mm-hmm. and he went to duke of course to play with the number one and two players yeah. zion and rj at Duke, and he kind of was shadowed a lot, right? Like he was he was under the radar because you know you had the phenom that was Zion, and then you had the volume shooter, ultra good score in R.J. Barrett, and so like these guys dominated the headlines, and these guys dominated the ball, and they yeah. and you know, rightfully so. They they went you know number one and number three in the draft. So I think Cam Reddish wasn't able to flourish like he should have been at Duke because he was playing with a loaded team. Mm-hmm. I think in the NBA with more spacing, a guy that can shoot, a guy that's six eight, six nine with long arms that can defend when he wants to and pairing his shooting ability his shot making ability with Trey Young pick and rolls with Trey Young and in the outside and the crazy shooting and scoring ability of Trey Young and the young Atlanta Hawks nucleus I think the Atlanta Hawks had a great day on draft day yeah so we so we talk about Atlanta what other teams kind of surprised you during you know the NBA draft necessarily so I would say the the, the team that surprised me the most 
Um, I I also so I talked about how much I loved Atlanta's draft. I really like what Denver did as well. Mm-hmm. Denver was able in the second round to grab Bowl Bowl, right? So I said Trey Young is my favorite player in last year's draft because he was just uber competitive, crazy shooter, crazy athlete. I mean, you know, able to get a bunch of shots off, score in high volume. Bowl Bowl is seven three doing yeah. this, right? He is seven foot one, two, three, somewhere around there with a handle, average twenty one a game, shot fifty two percent from three point range. Yeah. Right. Now it was only nine games. And that, and that's what and that's why I think his stock dropped a lot. But he's seven foot two with a handle that can shoot off the dribble, that can shoot from the perimeter, and that is a guy that I think could be special, man. And yeah. that's the thing. Like so these guys like Trey Jones Trey Young and and Bo Bo, they have like crazy high ceilings, yeah. right? But they have crazy low oh, floors. Yeah. You know, Bo Bo only played nine games because he had a foot injury. Mm-hmm. Anytime you get a foot injury as a seven-footer, it's mm-hmm. tough, man. It's tough. It's, it's going to be height, tough, yeah. and, it, and it's going to be, and it's going to linger. I mean, that's what we're seeing with Joel Embiid. He's seven foot three, and he, he had foot and knee injuries coming into, co- I mean, coming into the league. Yeah. He missed his first two years, and he still misses a bunch of games now. Yeah. So that's probably what scared a whole lot of teams away from Bo Bo. But I just, like, I see the talent, man, and I see something. It's like a unicorn, something uh-huh. we've never seen. I guess the, the closest thing to Bo Bo in the NBA right now is like Porzingis. Yeah. And if you're telling me I can get a Porzingis right now I'm and, and I get him at 44 <laughs> and I'm Denver who already redshirted a guy that was a top 10 high school player that's really uber talented in Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. You redshirted him last year. You're going to have Bo Bo. you have him rehab and come play under behind Joker and all these guys. Like, man, I really love what Denver's doing. They're another young team that's going to scare a lot of people next season and make a lot of noise. Even to stick on the Denver aspect, I mean, they made the playoffs and they've had a nice run. So yeah, it's one I mean, of those they've one of the you, better records in the yeah, NBA. <laughs> exactly. So it's one of those things we're just going to have to see. I mean, another thing I want to talk about real quick, man, the Boston Celtics. Yeah. I am not a fan of this pick, the first pick. Romeo Langford. Romeo. I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be honest. Romeo. With you. I think it's one of those things where I thought he should have stayed another year to develop Definitely. himself. But I think it's one of those things where it's more of like, oh well, nah, he didn't live up to the hype. So it's it's really a hit or miss. If he could he could look at it as like, okay, I know everybody thinks I'm gonna do this, but he can come out and flat out ball with the Celtics. I mean, it's true. I mean, that like this thing. That's the thing about the draft. Like, no matter where you're drafted, no matter how good you were in high, I mean, high school or in college, like especially these guys coming after one year, we really don't know. It's all yeah. it's a crapshoot. It's a guess. You think that some guys are more likely to be great, like a Zion or John Morant or whatever. That's why they're drafted really high. Yeah. And then you have guys that have these crazy high potentials, like Romeo Lankford. And I mean, we talk about a lot. Uh, these guys high school rankings because they're only one year <laughs> yeah. removed from yeah. high school and so Romeo Langford was one of these guys that were a top 10 player in high school and there's a reason why these guys are ranked like that because they show dominance and then they go to these programs and they're in they're able to only do one year and still go in a lottery or still go in a high first round or whatever Romeo Langford is an interesting guy to me um I don't think he should have went this high neither. Um, I, I'm I'm along the same lines yeah. as you. Is like, dang, he probably should have went back to school. If he goes back to school, I think he's a top three pick. I oh, mean, I think doubt. he has yeah. he has crazy talent, but in college, he just didn't show me enough. My problem with Romeo Langford, it was a lot of people's problem with Bow Bow, was that he doesn't show enough fight, right? Yeah. Like his numbers, if you just look at him, just looking at numbers, it's like okay, he averaged like 16 a game or yeah. whatever. Like it's not bad, but he sh- his shooting percentage was terrible. Like as far as like qualifiers, he had, I think he shot. 28% from three-point range. Mm-hmm. That's not good when you're a 6'5", 6'6", guard. Like, that's not going to work yeah. in today's NBA. Um, I think 
I think Romeo needs to show more fight, right? Like he needs to show that, hey, I want to be out here and you can't guard me, right? Like that you can't guard me attitude that guys like R.J. Barrett, the guys like John Morant have, and that's what shot them up to the top of the draft boards. I think Romeo has every bit as much talent as them, right? Uh He might not be as athletic or whatever, but he has every bit as much talent as a John Morant or R.J. Barrett, but he's got to go out there and compete and go out there and fight. And if you're not a a fighter or a dog, you tend to struggle in the NBA. And that's that's something that guys like Lonzo Ball are having problems Uh with or Brandon Ingram. And so Romeo Langford could have those same problems in the NBA if he it's doesn't over. if he doesn't get it fixed. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where Romeo's it's, it depends who he trains with this offseason too. I mean, you're gonna be you're gonna be in Boston, so it's like we know Kyrie's out, we know Kyrie's yeah, gone. gone, we know Kyrie's gone. So it's like, wh- how are you gonna be able to you know assert yourself to saying okay, I'm gonna take it to a next level. I know I can be the Romeo Langford that was in high school necessarily because yeah. we didn't I didn't see it at IU. You know, no, I watched him no, play I Michigan State. I seen him get clamped down. You Mm-mm, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he wasn't that dog. So it's like you wasn't that dog in Big Ten. Like you didn't even lead your team to, you know, the the, the March Madness. So it's yeah. like what what That's can tough. you you know, and this is Big Ten, so it's like what can you prove to, you know, us, you know, to see, hey, what what can you do? But Another thing, you know, we can stick on, like, you know, point guards. Darius Garland. What is your thoughts on that, man? So, Darius Garland is a very interesting prospect, right? So, I like guys that can create shots, right? Like, they can create their own shot. Now, there are great NBA players that aren't the best at this, right? Or maybe underrated at this, like a Klay Thompson or whatever. But Darius Garland... Off the dribble, his pull-up game, pull-up dribble, and really deep three-point range is is special, yeah. right? Like now, granted, he only have we only have five games to base this off of, right? Like, and, <laughs> and you know, the first five games of college basketball season, you, you play the scrub, yeah, you play, right? like yeah, you, you play, play the, like Winthrop, and you play yeah. like the you know the HBC, teams yeah, that, exactly yeah. like the teams that you're just overwhelmingly better than, right? Yeah. So like it's hard to 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 evaluate that, but the man has talent, and you see it there. Yeah. Now, my only my only thing with Darius Garland is the fit. Right, like he's going to Cleveland, who already has a miniature guard, a smaller guard in Colin Sexton. Right, like already there, he's headed to Cleveland to play with Colin Sexton and Jim Beeline that yeah. left Michigan. Two men, two, you know, Darius Garland ain't that big. You yeah. know, Colin Sexton ain't that big. Now they're they're two guys that's gonna fight, they're gonna compete. But when you got two small guards like that, it's tough. And I mean, unless you got a Damian Lillard and a CJ McCollum, yeah. like it's tough to have two guards around six three hovering around that six two, six yeah. three foot. You know, so I don't know. I'm not crazy about the fit. It's a very interesting pick to me. But I think Darius Garland has a chance to be really good. Uh, but like I said, that fit is something I'm gonna have to see work. And right now, I, I don't know. I, I really don't see it. And honestly, okay, so we talked a little bit about you know the NBA draft. So as a, a quick recap, who would you say? I'm, you already know I'm going with John Morant. Regardless, I think he's the best player in this draft. Best Still, player yeah. in this draft. Why? Wow. I think he's. I, I think he's just. He has a different type of. You know, special. attitude. He's just special, and I, I just think his drive is different. And I believe he came from something like he's. He has his story. You're not saying nobody else's story is going to yeah. be different, but his story is going to be special, man. You know, when ESPN was doing his doing an interview with him, they were talking about different things about like you know coming growing up. You know, why Murray? It's like different things like mm-hmm. that to 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 show that he can compete wherever you know yeah and that's why i'm interested to see with john Morant, and i'm gonna stick with john Morant. if i could redo it i would take john Morant number one you know you I, take just, him over I, I take him over zion because it's just more of like he's more of that complete player necessarily and we don't i think ja is gonna 
this this hey, this yeah. is my way of saying the ball. I think Ja will have a better career than Zion. Just okay. flat out. I, now you might disagree with me. Who who would you say? So so you think Ja Morant is a can't miss prospect? Like he's yeah, a I, guy like 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 he's gonna be an all star one day, potentially yeah. a superstar. Like yeah. you think Ja Morant is that I guy? I think Ja Morant's that guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Ja Morant is special, man. I think I, he's I, gonna be. I think he's gonna. I, now you might disagree with this. I think, and this is coming. You know, Mike Conley three one seven shout out, but I think. He's gonna he's gonna make an impact on you know with the Grizzlies just like that man. So you think his rookie year like you think he's gonna be? I think he's gonna be rookie that, of the year. Man, I think he's the, I think he's gonna be that guy, man. I, I don't yeah. know why I'm so you know so how John Morant, but I think he's gonna be that guy. John Morant is yeah. a special talent, man. Like he's really he's really really good. The fact that he can handle and crazy athletic. I, I mean, I tend to agree with you on that. I think the guy. I mean. I don't know why is like people just act like this man just doesn't can't hoop is is RJ Barrett. <laughs> RJ Barrett is going to be a hooper in the NBA. Yeah. Like I think he is the most NBA ready t- like he is a walking bucket, right? Like in today's <laughs> yeah. in today's NBA, the volume shooting, the you can't hand check, you can get in the lane, step back, threes whatever. Like I think it's at 6 foot 6 guard in New York at MSG every night, motivated by the fact that Zion, his teammate, was the number one guy. Yeah. When the, coming into the season, RJ was the number one guy. I think people forget that RJ played for a you know, of a for a Canada national team that beat the U.S. Right, like to yeah. beat the beat the top high school guys on the U.S. like Zion and like all these great you know college prospects or you know high school guys. RJ beat that team with Team Canada. He dropped 38 in that game as well. So, like, RJ is going to be a guy that's going to come in this NBA and he's going to break this league and play a lot of and score a lot of points for a very long time. So, RJ probably, it, to me, is the most NBA ready. I, I understand why Zion yeah. went number one because, of course, Zion has this crazy you know, potential that a lot of people see and a lot of people think he will be just this transcendent player. I don't know if he'll be that, but he'll be really good for a very long time. But R.J. Barrett is a guy that I think is a walking bucket and can probably average 20 points a game next year for the Knicks. Hey, 20 points a, okay, 20 okay. Points a game. I think he, he you know, can almost book him for 20 points a game next season. And, I, you know, we're going to have to see on that because, hey, he could be that. He could be that guy, end up being that guy. But very briefly, man, we know, we know it's coming up. Yeah. NBA free agency, man. Yes. What are you looking forward to? And I think everyone might be looking forward to necessarily. Everybody's is tuned in to the decision of Kevin Durant, right? Yeah. Like, so this decision, it, we've been waiting, but we've been talking about it all year, right? But yeah. this this tear of this Achilles really kind of made a seismic shift, right? Like, it's yeah. got a lot of people thinking that he may stay at Golden State. Yeah, all yeah. year, all we've been hearing is how the man's going to leave, right? Like, oh, he's leaving. He's gone. New York, New York, New York. The Knicks, Knicks. And now he tears his Achilles in the finals. They lose the finals. And, now you know, win, lose, or draw beforehand, it was he's leaving no matter when, lose, or draw. Yeah. And now he tears his Achilles and it's like, well, he might stay. Yeah, well, he might now. He might not go. He's you know having a battle within. You know, self conflicted. Doesn't know what he wants to do. Blah blah blah. So it's like I don't know, man. But everybody's tuned in because Kevin. To me, Kevin Durant is the first domino that has to fall before everything else is laid out. Right? Yeah. Like Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving. You know, those guys are are big pieces. But nobody. Uh, he doesn't. No, let me take that back. He doesn't have to be the first domino, but he's the only domino everybody cares about. Yeah. I think Kawhi Leonard, whether he stays in Toronto or goes to the Clippers, is pretty huge. But Kevin Durant is the one that everybody's going to be looking at, even though he's not going to play it all next year. Exactly. That's the one everybody's going to be looking at. And once that falls, it's going to lay the land of the, you know, for the future of the NBA of what's going to take place. If he goes to New York, 
It's going to be huge. If he yeah. stays in Golden State and resigns for a short-term, long-term deal, it's still going to be huge even though he's not playing next year. And that's going to lay the land for a long time uh, of the NBA. So Kevin Durant is the one I want to see. And I was – Only I was, one I really care about. Yeah. I'm def- I Personally, I think Kawhi's going to stay. I think he has no reason why not to stay. You know what um, I mean? Yeah. I think, I, think he's, I think he's good. I think – They give him 40, 50 million yeah. reasons to stay. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. But I think, you know – Touching on this Kevin Durant, uh, you know, this Kevin Durant injury and what I think his value is kind of questionable right now. I mean, we don't know how he's going to come back. When we've seen – I know people can say, well, Kobe was a little bit older, you know, but, like, we, we know how Achilles can, like, change Achilles his body. Achilles is terrible. I mean, this, is a, this is a year-long injury. And we're like, we don't know – can can he can he come back? Here's he come my back thing. If I had to bet on any, there's only t- there's only one other guy that I choose over Kevin Durant that I think would come back all right or just as good, and if not, you know, at least just as good after this injury. And that's LeBron James, yeah. right? Like if anybody else believe that I believe could do it, it's him. And the, and the reason why it's so it's so critical, like to me that. I'm, I'm betting on Kevin Durant that he comes back at least the same player. I mean, of course, they don't expect him to come back better, yeah. but at least the same player because he's not a guy that re- overly relies on his quickness or athleticism to get a bucket, right? Yeah. Like his his biggest attribute is scoring, right? And so he's already 6'11", 7 feet. And so all he does is shoot over top of people. His arm ain't broke. His fingers yeah. ain't broke. Yeah. Like he can still get a shot off over anybody. And he doesn't – and to get to his spot, he doesn't need to be overly quick or jump overly you know crazy high like all he needs is the ball in his hand and that man gets a bucket so like that's why i'm not so worried for the fact that he's not going to come back the same player because man if you can shoot you can shoot you know it's gonna shoot exactly (laughs) and it's hard to teach a guy to shoot but kevin Durant already know how to shoot yeah and and he know how to get to his spots and pick it pick and choose his spot and he's one of the most dangerous lethal players to ever walk you know face of this planet and so that's why i think he'll be fine once he gets back so you don't you don't think teams are worried about this at all no if the knicks if kevin Durant says i want to go to nick they're offering him to max no questions out no <laughs> yeah, doubt get, about it get like, ready yeah we yeah go. we'll yeah, we'll train you up we got our doctors you work out you ain't got to show up you ain't got to show up until 2020 you ain't got to show <laughs> in the building to 2020 and guess what we we gonna we got yeah, you we got you 140 <laughs> million in the bank we wired it to you last night like come on man, oh, man fully you, guaranteed you said new york sounded like i that. promise you i promise now, you I they did, are i did see something where golden state might do a sign and trade man like, so what's, what's the thoughts on that so the sign and trade on i mean to me it, it benefits it's Golden State and Kevin Durant in this aspect, right? Like, Kevin Durant is an unrestricted free agent. We all know this. But the sign and trade, so what it would do is the with the new NBA collective bargaining agreement, they try to tend to have players stay with their current teams. And yeah. so they so the current team, your current team can offer you one more year and what 40, 50 more million yeah, yeah. than the next team. I think in Kevin Durant's case, it's almost like 60 million. It's like 55 million yeah, yeah. or something like that. So what the sign and trade would do would give him an extra year and an extra fifty million dollars. And Golden State would sign him to a five year, two hundred plus million dollar deal and trade him to a team like New York. Gotcha. And and where it benefits the Warriors is that you don't lose Kevin Durant for nothing, yeah. right? Like Kevin gets an extra year, an extra fifty million, and then the Warriors just don't lose him for anything. So like it would benefit both teams in that aspect. But Kevin doesn't have to like that's something he would have to agree to. Yeah. He can sign with to the Knicks for four years, you know, a hundred and I mean. 200 or 190 million dollars just for free like yeah. he don't got to do it like he ain't got to do a sign and trade so that's a that's an interesting thing um i mean it'd be interested to see if kevin durant will want to do that or if he just you know signs straight up with the knicks or brooklyn because apparently he'll take meetings with brooklyn you know the nets the knicks and of course you know the home team is the warriors so we'll see what happens from there 
Man, we're going to have to see because I'm locked in. I'm trying to see. I, w- I really wish he didn't get injured. I, I know it was, yes. it was different You're, talks. It's, it's just it's tough to see a player like that go down. Now we got to wait a whole year to see him come back. And it really won't make – you know the free agency as fun as last year. You trust, know, trust me, if he leaves, it's still gonna be fun. You still think, I okay, mean, even, right. even though he won't play at all next season, if he leaves and goes to the Knicks, or even if he goes to Brooklyn, yeah. like it's still gonna be like, oh my goodness. But if you pair him with RJ for the years to come and the Knicks, so say if Kevin Durant goes to the Knicks, yeah. Um, the Knicks aren't going to be good this year. I mean, yeah. R.J. Barrett's. A, I, t- I just told you, young talent doesn't win an NBA. They'll probably be in the lottery. So you'll add another lottery pick. RJ with another year, and then Kevin Durant to that roster with young guys like Mitchell Robinson and Kevin Knox, who's a solid player, and Tim Hardaway Jr., guys like that. Um, the, I mean, the Knicks will finally be of some sort of relevance, and yeah. I think the NBA really wants that. Yeah, I mean, we yeah, talk about yeah. the biggest city in the entire country. I think they want them to be kind of good. Mm-hmm. You got LeBron and AD ruling out west. You got the Golden State dynasty, you know, kind of crumbling a little bit. You know, we yeah. see chinks in the armor, but uh, the potential to still be there. A bunch of gr- a bunch of young really good teams especially in the east especially yeah. if Kawhi decides to stay in Philly Milwaukee and if Kawhi stays in Toronto so it'll be a good balance and then Houston even though they got their dysfunction going on they're still <laughs> really talented right yeah. so it'll be a good balance going on in east and west older veterans new upcoming stars like and that, and that and that's what I think the NBA wants yeah. right like that want, is what they, they want, want. That, they want that complete exposure exactly and how it, it used to be and then if they are able to get a finals with the LA Lakers LeBron Anthony Davis <laughs> you know, New York Knicks were led by Kevin Durant. Yeah. That's definitely something they would. Love. I mean, the ratings would go through the roof. Like yeah. it wouldn't even be close. It'd be <laughs> one of the highest rated final series in the history of the NBA. Yeah. So that's definitely something they're rooting for, and I'm rooting for it too. Yeah. I love okay. It. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe a, a KD, you know, a KD, um, Kyrie, you know, KD, yeah, Kyrie that too. Yeah. I think either way it goes, they'll be happy. But hey, until next time, man. Y'all, thanks. T- thanks for tuning in. Make sure y'all like, subscribe. We out.